All right, e-learning has become a major issue in the ongoing labor battle between the province and the education workers, which will come to a head for sure on Friday when all four unions walk off the job and it is a province-wide strike. But e-learning, according to the Toronto District School Board, is something that parents and teachers aren't really interested in. This is after uh, the results of a survey that they conducted uh, came back to them. They released those yesterday. Here to talk about them, Robin Pilkey joins the show. Uh, She is TDSB Chair and Trustee for Parkdale High Park. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, um, it came back, the result of your study was most people do not want e-learning courses for high school students. How many people were surveyed and how did you conduct the survey? Okay, I'm going to clarify one thing. It wasn't that they didn't want e-learning because we're not actually against e-learning. What the concern is about mandatory e-learning that's required for graduation. And there is a difference between just deciding you'd like to take an e-learning course and being required to take one. To okay. So that's that's an important distinction because we aren't against e-learning. We offer many e-learning courses and we know they help a lot of students. And you're not really necessarily against mandatory e-learning. You're just so testing the waters. Mandatory. Well, we're not generally in favor of mandatory learning because we're listening to our parents and okay. to our students and who both all have said uh, this isn't a good idea. So so, this, so it was a random survey. We, we have access to the email addresses of all our parents and also to um, our students all have uh, TDSB e-learn, um, email addresses, as do obviously our teachers. So the survey went out on a random basis um, from our database, our, our parent database to uh, approximately 6,000 parents. It went out to um, all of our secondary school teachers, and it went out to approximately 5,000 uh, 5, students as well. So 6, 000, approximately 6,000 teachers, uh, 5,000 parents, and 5,000 students. And how many people responded, do you know? Yep, I do know that, actually. Um, we had 428 students respond, which given that they don't actually use email that much, isn't that big a surprise. Uh, <laughs> Should have done a TikTok. Yeah, apparently, if we had done it a different way on mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, 1,900 parents and 2,700 secondary teachers. Okay, and what the, the results were that um, most people did not support the decision to institute mandatory e-learning classes. What was the number, what were the percentages like? So of the students, uh, 87% were not, didn't think it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and parents, we were at um, about, sorry, I'm just checking my exact numbers here. <laughs> so the results were that, um, sorry, I'm, 81% of parents and 97% of teachers said no when they asked if they were supporting the ministry's decision to, to make two e-learning courses for graduation a requirement. So quite a large number of people. Um and as well, uh, of the students, 87% of those students as well. And that, that actually, the student number is, um, echoes what the Ontario uh, School Trust, uh, Student Trustee Association found when they did a survey of students across the province as well. Did you get any other, uh, did you put anything else in the survey beyond e-learning? No, it was only about e-learning. It was based on a motion that had gone through the board yep. in October. Uh, we wrote a letter in November to the minister explaining that we had concerns about this as a board and that we were going to survey our parents. So this is like part two of that that motion that was made in, in October. So we indicated at the time that we were, had concerns about it. Um, I mean, there are, we, we um, are worried about the mandatory nature of it. We're worried about the timing of it. It's supposed to start in September. There have been no details provided to school boards, parents, students, or staff on how it's going to work. Um, we're concerned about students who need individual or in-person time with teachers. 
um, the challenges who aren't uh, for students who aren't accustomed to learning in that environment. And I know that people go, oh, I do one at work. That's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. We're talking about teenagers here. We're also like some of these people will be 13 years old. Yeah, but I think Chris and I were talking about something that we did at work and it was uh, actually Chris was talking about first aid training. If you're not constantly going over the material again, you'll lose it. Well, and the other thing is if you don't, if you do your first aid training at work or the one I've done for my job, privacy training, it doesn't affect my future necessarily if I don't remember what happened right. or I didn't retain it or I don't actually finish the whole thing. Whereas mandatory e-learning might mean that you don't graduate from high school. Let me ask you. It might you... mean that you don't get a course you need for university. It might mean you can't go on to post-secondary education. Like it's a lot more serious than your first, frankly, your first aid course or the privacy course I took. Robin, how? Uh, what's the the number of students that are taking voluntary e-learning? Do you have numbers on that or stats uh, on we that? We have about seventy-five thousand students, uh, seventy-four thousand secondary students, and I think probably five percent take it. Okay, and they're taking it because... That's that's people who sign up. That's not necessarily people who finish it. Because many students, I mean, I've had this own experience with my own child who said, I'm going to take an e-learning course and get Mm -hmm. rid of one. Lasted for three weeks and said, I can't do this. What's the biggest complaint, Robin, with e-learning with the students? Uh, I think that the issue is that there's... um, that the lack of a teacher in the room to help students to make the discussion wider. The technology is sometimes a problem for people. Um, you know, some what some of the stuff I've read is that if you're a parent with means, you, you might get a tutor for your kid for e-learning. That's not available to everybody. Um, the concern is that this will not be beneficial for students. And the government, we have to have to be honest, the government hasn't provided any information other than one or two statements from a spokesperson. There is no material on how this is going to work. Uh, students are currently, by the early part of March, students will have chosen their courses for next year. Uh, we use the the courses that the students have chosen to determine the teachers we need. Mm-hmm. We have to do that by the middle of March because we have collective agreement requirements. We don't know if this is actually being taught by one of our teachers. Is it being taught by a teacher somewhere else? Like there's, there has been so little information on this that that has raised red flags to people, I think. Robin, with results of your st- survey, 91% of teachers said no to mandatory e-learning um, the 87% of students said no compared to 81% of parents saying no. Uh, what do you think the most important number is in that group? Is it the parents? Is it the teachers? Is it the students? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think that they're all important. The, the stu- teachers have experience with students of this age. So maybe their uh, expectation of what those students can accomplish and how much work they have to do to help students move along and, and acquire the knowledge they need for to pass the course. Parents know their students. Like I personally feel like my child, my kids would not have succeeded in this. And, I, you know, I know my kids um, all are fairly well motivated. Um, and, and students, I mean, they, I think it's the unknown for them, right? They're concerned about how this will affect their future. Will they be able to graduate? What happens if they can't graduate? Uh, you know, those are concerns, and I think all of those concerns are valid. Yeah, I appreciate your time today, Robin. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Robin Pilkey is the TDSB Chair and Trustee for Parkdale High Park.